Dots. I'm Dr. Latifah. I'm the host of the Money Fit MD podcast. This is where we help badass women physicians just like you learn simple and effective tools to build wealth from the inside out. That way we can create wealth and bigger impact without all the burnout. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome to another episode with Dr. Latifad. How are you doing? Happy holiday season. I'm recording this in December 2023 and I just want to check in to see how you're doing. I hope the holiday is treating you great. Uh, we are doing, well, I'm doing this recording outside of the country in Thailand. And so Christmas is going to look different for us this year. This is the first time that we're not going to be like, you know, the Christmas tree, family surrounded and all that stuff. So it's different for us. Um, but I'm just curious, how is Christmas for you this year? If you're celebrating Christmas or maybe you don't celebrate Christmas, maybe you celebrate Hanukkah. Like, how was the holiday for you this year? I know that 2023 has been a variable year for many different people and i just want to check in and say that regardless of how the holiday is for you this year whether it's different or not different for you i hope you're doing something to take care of yourself the episode that i have for you guys today on the podcast is, is amazing and powerful and i will tell you that because what i'm about to share this year has changed the game for me and i know that it has for many women physicians as well the thing is this if you think about it this time of the year is busy but also i think about our lives as women physicians and i'm like when is it not busy <laughs> and i know y'all are like well latifah no this one is like different holidays just like crazy different but you know it is true but one of the things that i've also taken very personally when it comes to women physicians and money is this i know that so many of us are so busy serving people serving our patients serving our family if you have kids you're taking care of them like if you're you're in all you're all about the business of the community and of the larger good in general but what that means is a lot of times like you're not minding your own business and taking care of things that you need to take care of and that comes at a cost because if you're not taking care of things that you need to take care of like when we fast forward into the future it's not just you not doing great it's also your family not doing as well as they could be because you were doing other things like you were being in the defensive you have been like in the day-to-day and not taking as much time to zoom out into the future and make sure that you're not chasing your tails again in 2024 or in six months or whenever that is so one of the things that i really take personal as one of my goals and mission is to bridge that for women physicians and so whether that's on this podcast whether that's through my book whether it's through our free facebook group or whether it's through our paid community inside the money school where women physicians come work with us over a 12 month period some of some people choose to extend over 12 months and the goal is to really dial in and work on building the wealth of their life so whatever situation people are working with me in my goal is i want to be a bridge to help make sure that we're not worsening disparities for women physicians because while we're busy chasing our tails and minding everybody else's business nobody's minding our business for us so as this year comes to an end or comes to a close i want to make sure that you have a quick checklist a quick guide like a 20 minute 25 minute episode that you're listening to so that you can make sure that you do some quick things that I believe is going to be really, really important in order to make sure that you end this year with a bang. So I want to share with you about five things that I believe that it's important for you to go through and at least ask yourself. And if you're powerful, like a boss, like I know you are, go beyond just listening and actually taking one action. Because when I share five of those things and you're doing one, two, three, four, 
If that's the only business that you're minding this year, at the end of this year, you're going to come ahead next year in 2024. And now if we now go even farther into the future and think about the benefit of compounding, meaning that the work that you're putting in right now, we really give it time for you to get the reward of the work you put it in five years from now, 10 years from now. If all you do every year is listen to this episode and get the stuff down, you're going to be like, <laughs> like, <laughs> pow, <laughs> for lack of a better term. So what I want to share with you guys is five things that I believe are five decisions that I believe is important for you to make before the year end. And again, if you can go beyond making the decision and actually taking the action, that changes everything. Because again, knowledge alone is not power. Knowledge plus action is knowing alone is not everything. Knowing and then taking action. So if you listen to this saying like, I know, I know, but you haven't done it, then I challenge you to take a step forward and move beyond knowing to actually doing because that's how you're going to create results. When you're compounding knowledge, all you get is constipation of knowledge. But when you compound in action, that's when you actually get wealth moving, action moving, growth moving. Does that make sense? And then I'm also going to challenge you that if you listen to this episode and this is like helpful, I want you to take this episode on the podcast and share it with other women physicians, whether that's like by texting or by forwarding or by posting on your social media, your Instagram, your Facebook, in your group so that the people there can also benefit by taking this end of the year actions, they will thank you forever. So get ready to take one of those two actions or both of those actions. Listen, share, listen, action, share, listen, action, share. You got it? So repeat that after me. Listen, action, share. I didn't hear you. Listen, action, share. All right, good. <laughs> y'all are like, the teapot is hallucinating. No, I just know y'all and y'all are sometimes stubborn. So me saying do this, you're like, um, Mm. me saying since like um no i'm not trying to be cute i'm trying to get you to participate <laughs> anyway so i want to go through those five things and there may be a bonus one that i may add on there but five things that i believe is important in terms of decisions and actions that i want you to make before the end of the year is so as we're going into 2024 one of the things that you guys don't want to think about but you will think about is taxes right whether you own your own business whether you're employed taxes are something that we all deal with and at least a filing part of things right and i know that in november or was it october i talked to you guys about some things that i think about housekeeping stuff that I think about at that time of the year. And now I want to talk to you about the things to think about now where we have like two more weeks before the end of the year. Yes, you may not have time to do like dramatic things like like buy a property that you haven't put an offer in yet and all that. But there's certain things that you can do and some of this stuff is going to help make your taxes and even more friendly <laughs> when that time comes next year. So the number one thing I want you to think about is when it comes to like your retirement account, especially like the pre-tax ones, right? I want you to ask yourself, have you already contributed to this? And have you maxed out on this if that's your intent? If you did not have an intention of maxing out, I want to make sure you have a good reason why, okay? So for 2023 that we're in right now, the max for your pre-tax contribution if you're employed is 22500 If you have your own business, if you have, if you run your own company, you can do more than that, of course, right? And so the question I want you to ask yourself is at the very minimum, are you maxing out the employee contribution, the 22500 And yes, if you are able to go even farther, which may be a 
stretch, but it could be possible for you, especially if you're going to be getting some end of the year bonus. Like I'm all about like enjoying my year of the uh, end of the year bonus. But if you haven't been maxing out your retirement accounts yet, this may be time for you to make some moves. And if you've done zero, yes, the idea of 22500 may feel like a stretch, but if you haven't done anything, doing something would be a good idea, number one. And number two is if you've done something, but you haven't thought about the maximizing of it, then I want to challenge you on that. And remember that this is pre-tax, right? So what that means is that the the impact it's going to have. So for example, if you contribute in 22500 it's not going to have a $22,500 impact on your post-tax income because it just depends on what tax bracket that you fall in, right? But I want you to ask yourself, have I contributed? Have I maxed out? If the answer is no, then the question is why haven't you done that? And if you're a business owner, if you have a SEP IRA, if you have a 401k, or if you have other sort of like, you know, contribution plans, then asking yourself, have I done what feels like a stretch for me. I'm not saying do what's comfortable. I'm saying do what feels uncomfortable and what feels like a stretch because the way you grow your finances is not by doing what feels comfortable or investing what feels comfortable. It's by investing what feels uncomfortable. That's how you stretch. So the number one question is, have you? And if you don't know if you if you have, go ahead and check. You can check your, you know, if you use QuickBooks, if you use um Whatever you use, if you use like Fidelity, if you use Vanguard, check and see what you've done so far. Or if you have a W-2, look at your last pay stop and see how much contribution you've done on there. Again, if all you do is go from I haven't done anything to doing something, that's going to be powerful. We have amazing badass women physicians in our community where this may be the first time that they've maxed out their retirement accounts in the like the first time in their life, which is amazing, right? But the key is I want you guys to make moves. I want you to take actions. I want you to take actions that creates results. So that's number one. Number two is, y'all know, I've already complained to you guys about the fact that I don't love, H well, I love HSAs, but I've never really had access to HSA accounts. So if you're listening to this and you have like HSA, right, which are the, for you to qualify for HSA, you have to have a high deductible health insurance. So if you have that and have access to, to qualifying for an HSA account, and the HSA account that you have gives you an opportunity to invest in and gives you an opportunity to make good investments with not high fees. I hope that you're maxing this out. Yes, you have until next year. Usually you have until tax time to be able to do your HSA. But if you haven't been looking at your HSA yet, just understand that I have grave jealousy it's not really jealousy, but you get my point. Like I want an HSA in my life because I love HSAs because they qualify as a, almost like a Roth IRA equivalent, which, and I, if you know me, if you don't know that I love Roth IRAs, you don't know me yet. And you need to like work on our relationship. <laughs> Right, but on a more serious note, maxing out your HSA or contributing towards your HSA can be such an asset. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I want you to go back on my podcast or just Google HSA Money Fit MD podcast and listen to the episode that I recorded a while ago about HSAs and how I think they're such great tools. I'm going to have my team included in the show notes here so that you can go listen to the episode on HSA as well, so you can know why I love them so much. The limit will be different per year. It will be different whether you're single would have a family and all that. But if you have access to an HSA, please take advantage of it. And HSA is different from FSA. FSA is your flexible spending account. And if you have access to an FSA, then use it as well. For FSA, the deadline is usually December. It's like a spending account where you can use things that, you know, you can use that account towards buying things that actually add to wealth and wellness to your life. 
But um, some plans have extension until 2024, the following year. But if you have access to FSA, please use your FSA. You literally are leaving money on the table if you're not. So again, for the deadline for this, for both of this, for some plans, it will be 2024. For most people, the FSA is going to be December. But look at your HSA, look at your FSA, and make decisions and make moves regarding those, ideally before the end of the year. That way you just are entering 2024, like, boom, with a bang, right? Number three is this. Did you use all of your CME funds? I know the time for this is so close. It is like, it literally is like running against the clock. And if you did not, it's not the end of the world. But just understand that your CME funds is part of your package, right? It's literally like your employer saying, I'm going to pay you $200,000. And you're like, hold on a second, hold on to that $200,000. i am only going to take one ninety five. You can keep the rest. That's what it is when you're not using your CME spending, right? And the thing is, a lot of times we overthink about CMEs. Honestly, I love that y'all spend CMEs on like conferences and all that stuff. That's all great. But the way that I also think about CME outside of conferences is I think of it as a way for me to invest in my own wellness, in my because when I'm well, my job benefits from that. When I'm well, my patients benefit from that. When I'm well, my employer, which may be me, benefits from that. So if you're not using your CME, the question is why are you not why are you leaving money on the table? You can use it for coaching. Yes, you can use it for coaching. You can use it for some of the things that we're offering inside of the money school allows you to use your CME. And in fact, if right now you listen to this and you're like, oh my goodness, Latifa, I missed out on CME. I have $5,000 I haven't used. I want you to just like pause right now, send an email, go to concierge at moneyfitmd.com and send a message to us right now about how much your CME is and let us help you think about how you can use this towards investing into your wellness in 2024 in one of the opportunities and resources that we have. Like if I think about it, like we have a weekend course that we did, which was a money course that we did that you can literally have access to. Yes, you do qualify for CME through that. You can literally have access to that right now. It was, I believe it was 1500 for because it's end of the year and I want you to like make that decision. We can offer it to you for 999, which means that if you get access to this, you can do the CME portion of it ASAP before the end of the year, get your CME certificate. And depending on what the ed- deadline is for your job to submit your CME reimbursement, you could literally meet that deadline. And I know that it's down to the wire, but I'm literally every single thing that I'm telling you guys right now on this podcast are things that you can do to like be able to take care of yourself in 2024. So if you committed one day of the next 12, 13 days towards this, like that could be so, so good for you in more ways than one. So if you have CME funds, I want you to just spend 30 minutes or an hour just asking yourself right now, how can I utilize this before the end of the year? When is the deadline that I have to submit? And one of the physicians that's actually coming for our conference next year, which is a Wealthy E conference, if you haven't signed up for that yet, what the heck is wrong with you? This is going to be for women physicians that want to learn money, that want to build wealth, that want to be in a room with women physicians just like you that want more, that don't want to be burned out, that want to be wealth, that want to prioritize wealth, that want to prioritize rest as a form of wealth as well. Like those are the things we're going to be talking about. And one of the women physicians that signed up with us was like, Latifa, I want to come for the conference. I really want to come for the conference, but I want to put a deposit towards this right now so that I can get my CME stuff 
now and also use my CME again for the next year. And we're able to make that work out for her. So again, this is not something that I want every, I don't want like 5,000 people messaging me. But if this is something that would make a difference for you, then I challenge you to send us an email, concierge at moneyfitmd, let us know, md.com, let us know how much of CME you're working with, let us know when the deadline is, let us know if you're interested in our course, the weekend course that we can literally send you, give you access to right now, um, or if you also want to attend our in-person event and let us brainstorm how we can help you, that's something that I'm willing to do for you because I want you to be well and I don't want you leaving money like this on the table, okay? So that's number three. And then the number four thing is for business owners. Business owners, business owners, y'all. Okay, so I'm going to tell you this and this is critically important because this is something that I do every single year and I know that it's not just me only, like my friends that are bosses that are powerful, badass women physicians doing businesses and all that. Like this is literally a question we ask ourselves. What are you investing in right now that's going to build your money and your life and your wealth and your relationship in 2024? Okay, I'm going to repeat that. What are you investing right now? Whether that's like equipment, whether that's skills, whether that's coaching, whether that's a community, right? Whether that's like a retreat, what are you investing in? Because again, these are things that could qualify as business expense for you. So make sure you run it with your with your uh, CPA. But the way that I do it and the way that I think about it is the money that I've earned this year, right? Part of it is I want to decrease my taxable income for next year. And of course, I don't want the tax tail to wag the dog. So I'm not saying spent on things that are useless and wasteful just so you can quote unquote save on taxes. That's like, that's not what badasses do. That's what like, we don't do that. We don't. We don't do that. And if you listen to my podcast, you're one of us, you're a badass. So we don't do that. But asking yourself, what are the things that I want to prepay? So for example, maybe you are a member of my community, money school community, and you're like, okay, I've been here for almost 12 months, or I've been here, my time is coming to an end, but I know for sure that the work that I've completed this year has been like amazing and powerful. And I want to have that access again for another 12 months so that I can do the next level, move whether now it's like building more income, like building my business long that product, rest in making sure that the things that I want to do when it comes to the wealth that we talk about inside of our community are established. One of the things that we're doing next year inside of our money school is that for each month we have themes that we're doing. And so maybe you're one of our members and like, okay, Latifah, I want to get deeper into those themes. And I know for sure that I want to be part of this community. I want to be, I love the women. I love the coaching. And I know that this is what I want to be. And part of it may be like, okay, prepaying for the next 12 months. And what that does is again, make sure you check with your CPA, but it decreases your, you know, just increases the amount of deductibles that you're able to get as your business expense for this year, right? And that happens if you want coaching, if you want equipment that you want to buy, tool sets. Again, don't buy things that you don't need, but buy things that you need. And if you're someone that you are not in our community yet and you're like, okay, let's see if I definitely want to come into the community. I'm not ready to start yet. I don't want to start in December, but I want to start. Well, actually, we're not even letting you start anymore in December, but like I want to join the next cohort for women physicians, of women physicians. And I'm going to challenge you to go ahead and fill out the form that we're going to have included in one of our, in this show notes as well. And that way you can click on that, fill it out, we'll schedule a call with you. Or we go, you know, if you're like, I'm so busy with holiday driving and shopping, I cannot do a call right now. We want to make sure that you have all the questions that you have answered. 
And so as long as you have that, then we can talk to you about how you can prepay in advance for next year, 2024. We'll let you know when our next start dates are, and then you can join our next cohort for women physicians. Does that make sense? So again, that applies as well for our retreat for our Wealthy You event in May of next year in Atlanta. If you want to join us, these are things that you can do. Like these are, this is literally a conversation that I have with myself at the end of the year. And I remember last year, there were two things that I was interested in. I wanted to get a new coach and I also wanted to invest in a community that I'd had my eyes on. And so these were the things that I did in December of last year, paid for the coach in advance. I was like, yo, I'm going to pay. We start in a few weeks, but I want to pay now. And then I also did the same thing for the community. And when we say that success leaves clues, these are part of the things that we talk about when it comes to success leaves clues. But if you speak with most people that you may consider successful in business, these are literally the conversations that they're having. These are questions that they're asking, and these are things that they're doing. So I would challenge you to make that decision ahead of time. Again, if you spend a, like even like three hours literally listening, or even one hour, two hours listening to everything I've talked about today, and writing down a plan and executing that plan in a two-hour period, 2024, better watch out. All right? And then the last part... Um, and that will be a bonus. But the last part that I want to talk about is end of the year giving. Guys, giving is not something that I think is cute. Giving is not something that I think is nice to do. Th- giving is something that I consider to be a requirement if you're growing wealth. And when I say wealth, I'm not talking about constipating wealth. I'm not talking about scarcity-based wealth. I'm talking about being wealthy, embodying the wealthiness, and like literally walking around like a boss that you are, right? Giving is a part of it. I shared recently inside of our you know, financial liberation plan workshop about the things that I invest in, assets that I invest in, and I consider giving to be an asset class on its own. One of the laws of the world is you give and you will receive. Like, yes, I'm a person of faith, but this goes beyond that. This is like just one of the laws of the world. If you give, you will receive in more ways than one, right? So, I'm not saying that giving is all about like your taxes only, but this is a time for you to challenge yourself and ask yourself, like, look back. What did you give this year? Sometimes we think we're giving more than we actually are giving, but challenging yourself. I've already shared with you guys here, like, honestly, my giving is one of the things that inspires me. It inspires me to create. It inspires me to earn. It inspires me to give even more. But if you're not going into the year intentionally asking yourself, what am I going to give? But also ending the year asking you, so what have I given? And what more do I want to give? What else do I want to give? One of the main missions of my my community and everything that I do really is putting money in the hands of the of women. Because I believe that when money is in the hands of women, it's a great thing for the world. We change the world in so so much powerful ways. So giving could be in terms of like things that are tax deductible, or could just be like opening up your eyes and seeing where need is. Like there are always people in your communities that have needs. There are people in your communities that are impacted by what happened in 2023. And don't forget that, especially if you're a parent, like you can sit down and preach all day, but your kids are learning from you. So when you're walking around and you're blinding yourself to the need that exists, you literally are teaching the next generation to blind themselves to the needs that exist. Right? One of the things I would do intentionally is like even when we're driving in in when we're back home in California or whatever, or even as we're traveling, is literally opening up our eyes and like, where are the needs? Like someone is asking for money, 
you can give. You can give your kids cash to give. You can literally say, you know what? This month, you're responsible for giving $20 and give them like dollar numbers or whatever. But like they're responsible for opening their eyes and finding where the needs are. This is a way of helping them have like societal responsibility, number one, but also is a way of, of decentering themselves and letting them know that there's more to life than just them. Okay, so what do you give? Who do you give to? You get to decide based on the things that are important to you. But there is needs out there. I mean, if you if you don't know where the needs are, feel free to send me a message. I'm happy to connect you with some. Again, some of this may be tax deductible. Some may not be tax deductible. Like, for example, I know someone who does great work in like super rural northern Nigeria. Where like when you read about Boko Haram, when you read about like... um things that are impacting the community where literally there is absence of male leaders in the community because they're either gone or dead or things like that. And what will women are like, just like standing up in power and how you can support those people by either learning, like equipping through donations for them to learn trades that's going to help them make money for their family or actively buying to feed the kids in those communities where there's literally no administrative costs like this specific thing that i'm talking about does not have it's not like tax deductible or anything like that you're just doing it as a way of giving to the world but i i want you to end the year with a bang and i want you to end the year with giving i want you to end the year knowing that you've made decisions and because of that you get to enjoy your life even more because in my opinion giving is one of the arms of wealth it's not something you do when you have money it's something you do so you can have more, so you can give more, so you can feel wealthier, so you can feel like there's abundance in your life. So I hope those have been helpful. I'm going to add one more bonus. And um, this is for people that have money inside taxable accounts investments. And it's called tax loss harvesting, which is looking at your investments and looking at what may have had lost this year. There is an allowance by IRS where you can write off some of the losses that you may have incurred, losses on paper that you may have incurred in your investments this year if you have a taxable account. This is not for retirement accounts. This is for investing in the stock market outside of the stock outside of the retirement accounts. We have taxable accounts. We don't have like a crap load on there. We do have money on there, but we're not it's not something that we it's not like one of our biggest vehicles. We do like, you know, real estate, we do lots of we have you know, lots of capacity with their retirement accounts. So we do that. But if you're someone that has money in taxable accounts outside of retirement, I want you to look into tax, tax loss harvesting. This is where if you've had loss on paper, the IRS legally allows you the ability to be able to write some of this off in your taxes. And I believe it's up to $3,000 a year for last time I checked it. Uh, but make sure you check the amount that it is for 2024, but also check what it is and how you can use that if that applies to you. Okay. So I hope this has been helpful. Again, I know that it will be helpful, but it's only going to be helpful if you actually use it. You don't have to use everything, but if you had done zero and now you do like one or two, Imagine the compounding benefit. If you've done two and now you add two more, imagine the compounding benefit. And remember, if we can be of service to you, if we can be helpful, especially as you're using your CME, your business invest, your business account, and helping yourself fund your future in advance of time to make sure you're setting yourself up for a successful 2024, don't forget to send us an email, concierge at moneyfeedmd.com. And again, like I said earlier, share the link to this episode with other women physicians in your life 
that are busy, but you don't want them to miss out on the potential value and impact of compounding wealth that happens when we take small actions over a long period of time. Thank you guys so much. It's been such an honor being in your ears this year. I love you. I appreciate your time and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye. If you have loved this episode, I would love it if you can head over to iTunes and leave us a review. It helps us get this content to more women physicians. This is a money revolution and I'm so glad that you're part of it. Thank you for listening.